You're listening to the Changing Normal Podcast, where we strive to outdo the old normal and reject the new normal. And now your hosts, Owen, Dan, and Ben. Welcome to the Changing Normal Podcast, episode 38, and part two of Food Storage Principles. Well, we get more into now sort of general principles about sort of the, the, the topic at hand, I guess. One of which is eat what you store, store what you eat. I hate beans. I'm going to store 10 years worth of them. Exactly. Your wife really hates beans. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. baked beans and she hates them. Yeah. But like if you have an oh, allergy to something. Bean dish. Yeah. Mm. Man, if, that's if good. You, <laughs> if, you, if you have like, you know, a gluten allergy. Well, storing wheat is That's like, a great wh- idea, Owen. Yeah. Why would you do that to you, to yourself? So there's certain things that. Um, I probably should just go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Certain things that you, know, you may not want to store and that's going to vary for every single person, but uh, store what you eat, eat what you store and learn how to utilize what you're storing. So if you've never mm. cooked beans before, learn how to cook beans because the first time you <laughs> you need it and you go to cook it, um, you're going to want to know what to do with it. And I see that a lot. People say, oh, I got all this mm. stuff, but they have no idea how to cook from scratch. They've only ever cooked out of a box. Yeah, it's like, huh? okay, supper. Supper. Oh boy. You're just standing there in the kitchen holding this mylar bag of beans. You're like, yeah. Mm, how am I They're going eat, to utilize this? Eating their beans raw out of the bag. <laughs> I'll pop them in one at a time. <laughs> oh man, this is not going to work for another five years. Mm, yeah. So having no idea what to do with a product, you know, sometimes even, uh, a minor difference or what you might think is minor turns out to be a big deal. It's like maybe you've only cooked with white rice and you grab a bag of brown rice and package it up mm-hmm. and then don't realize how, how long you have to cook that stuff <laughs> to make it softer. Well, the only difference in that, that stuff, stuff is, is the level stubborn. of arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> and you, then you can drain off the water after you're done and use it for wallpaper paste. Huh? No, <laughs> it's, it's, it could be. It just looks really starchy. So I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> Especially if it's not cooked right. If it's overcooked. Is this white or brown rice? Either. This is the racist episode, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So story what you 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 store. Learn how to utilize it. Store some stuff to make it interesting. Uh, what's your thoughts on storing some sort of snack food? Junk mm. food. Oh, chocolate. Yes, yes, yes. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Yummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna I've heard this life. a lot. People say, oh, I have kids, so I try to store lots of their favorite snacks. 
which I guess in principle, it's the idea of trying to maintain some sort of normal in an emergency. We'll see. Yeah. You know, um, there's a flood and we think we, you know, maybe our house is going to get flooded, but we're still there or the power has been out for two weeks, you know, and you can't do the stuff or live life normally, but you can keep a, some sort of normalcy for mm-hmm. children, especially who don't always understand what's going on and why. I haven't done a mm-hmm. lot of that because we don't eat a lot of that food. And it's just, you know, the food that yeah, we store well, is the food that point. we. I guess it's kind of <clears throat> conditioning as well. You definitely have to think about that. If, if you're going to have your fallback supply of rice and beans, it's like, but you have children or other people you might expect to mm-hmm. be consuming this and they never have. It's mm-hmm. like, that may be quite a shocking transition. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, uh, that's actually, <laughs> that was a question I was going to ask when we were talking about flavor. Have you guys noticed how your taste changes when you go from like, you know, if say you eat like with condiments and a ton of like extra spices and sauces and whatnot, and then you just go to like, Instead of eating a salad flooded with salad dressing, you just eat the salad without the dressing. And you you do that for a long, long enough time and your taste actually will change to uh, prefer the more natural or clean. I'm okay, look, end of the day, yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to want the salad, the salad dressing, but the way that your taste buds will adapt to it it ties into what you were what you were just saying dan about how instead of just having it be a shock let that let the the more basic foods be kind of the normal part of the normalcy that you try to achieve within that scenario just just to be clear, everybody, we are not proponents of normalizing the eating of salad. <laughs> I will normalize the eating the secondary eating of salad. <laughs> Eat the food that eats the salad. Yeah, there you go. Mm. <laughs> no, that's a good point. And if you're thinking with this mindset, yeah making sure that everybody knows what <laughs> what to expect with this food, I guess. So mm-hmm. I, I guess that's part of store where you eat, eat where you store. Yeah. Sure. Man, all that train of thought. Now I'm just wondering if anyone's ever tried freeze-drying ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Powdered ranch dressing. I expect that is a thing. You can get ranch powder. I do know that that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that loves ranch, though. So, you know, some people treat it like their uh, their base layer food. It's like everything <laughs> else is, is, you know, a little uh, garnish on top. So, <clears throat> so here's a uh, people drink it before. Oof, a little thick for me. <laughs> There's def there is definitely a lag, at least on my end. <laughs> Owen starts and then I'm like, he's like a third of the way through. And then he realizes, oh, Ben just talked. (laughs) Sorry, guys. It's all good. So how much food? This is another common question. Well, how do you calculate 
food, especially bulk food like that. This this to me was the trickiest Does this thing. Require math. Well, uh, no. Well, maybe depends on how you want to do it. But I did a little searching and I found a number of food storage calculators online. So if you just Google food storage calculator, you'll get 101 different food storage calculators. I don't use Google though. Okay, Bing it or <laughs> DuckDuckGo it or whatever. Brave browser it. Go to your local library. Ask them about food storage calculator. <laughs> They're like, what? <laughs> so some are spreadsheets. Some are just like browser-based, like web-based things. You put mm -hmm. input all your data and it'll spit you out a list. And um, Some of those I found varied wildly. So take them all with a grain of salt. Maybe use a bunch of different ones. <laughs> um, the one I used originally... I don't or think I have the herbs or something to flavor it. I don't have the file for it. I don't think, but it was just a spreadsheet that you could download. And so then you could mm -hmm. go in and delete stuff that you didn't want or add stuff. You know, you could make adjustments quite easy. It was customizable that way. Um, but those really are, my opinion, are just general. I don't know. They give you a general idea, but you probably don't want to just go right to the T and go there. We're good. I was going to say like a good springboard starting point, something to get you rolling. Yeah. 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 And then easily you can just adjust it to go, oh, well, we eat this all the time or we love this, but hate that and just substitute out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's no certification for, uh, you know, there's no, uh, badge you win <laughs> when the, it's, it's no accomplishment for uh, hitting a certain mark so uh in many ways uh you get a rough idea of what you're looking for and, and work towards that and you know what i'm a big fan of the eyeball approach when you get to that point <laughs> and anything you do is going to be more than what 95 percent of the population is doing so um now this brings up an interesting question when you talk about how much and this, uh, uh, this might be a good ethical dilemma for us. Should you store food for others? How much should you plan for other people who are not storing their own? How good are you at saying no? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. Should you say no? Yeah, in some instances, yeah. Do I know what instances those are right off the top of my head? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Hmm. Yeah, well, I guess you've got the long-term storage that... Uh, we froze again. Do we have a connection, boys? You're good. Owen. Oh, he's yeah, moving sorry, again. Thank I, I turned I turned my screen off by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to fix it. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I guess you could almost have another layer. You know, we talked about your food storage, you know, short 
medium and long term. Maybe you have the 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 stuff that uh, you can give away, and it's like maybe you throw together a little bulk packaging of stuff that's uh, you know super cheap, but at least it would be something you could have available for other people. Because obviously, if you know trying to plan for all eventualities, well, you can't cover all the bases, but uh, you try and have some general. I guess, preparations that can cover a lot of bases. And so, you know, little extra bulk items might be that item, something you could use or you could give away. It's not as big of a cost layout as, you know, like a full copy canning setup that uh, has enough food for your in-laws if they uh, move over to your place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I I think you pretty much hit it out of the park there, Dan. Um, there's different different levels even of who you're planning for. Is it your, you know, parents, uncles, cousins, neighbor down the road, random person that shows up at your door, random person that shows up at your door with kids, <laughs> you know, like what? Random Irish person that shows up at your door? Random, yeah, well, that's easy. Just throw potatoes at them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, if they show up with something, though, that's, <laughs> you know, recruit is also an option in that instance. That's, that's, oh, that's where I was, I was going to say, maybe, uh, maybe I'll just add to add something onto that uh, home run that Dan just hit. Um, if you plan to, like we we talk a lot about, you know, improving yourself, then improving your, your family and improving your circle and your community and things like that. If one of those, um, brain help me. Um, one of those steps to improving the circles is, uh, like a cognizance and, and a communication within your community of saying like, well, like this is where I'm preparing, you know, you prepare there so we can, we can mesh as cogs like the starter uh, better than the starter on Dan's lawnmower. And we can all work together <laughs> and get things started and firing uh, with our food storage if needed. That's yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. If you can get people on board with that, that's ideal because then you have, everyone has a certain amount of independent resiliency, but then they can all pool their resources to, fill in gaps that people might have people inevitably have um we all have gaps mm. but i agree with Isn't dan that a the, quote from rocky <laughs> we all have gaps we all have gaps or was that a different movie yeah that's a different movie i don't think that's rocky no you know i got gaps you got gaps we're gonna go, okay. We're going to the gap we're, to shop. We're gonna, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, it's, no, I, I think there was something about how 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 you uh, what is it? I guess you uh, cover areas that uh, your partner doesn't type thing. Okay. So, complementarianism, right. something like that. We'll Been a while since I watched that one, so. <clears throat> What complementarianism or Rocky? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
yeah, having cheap food or good bulk food that you can then have as handout packages for those people that desperately need it, I think is valuable. But you can also, and I mean, a really serious emergency situations use food as a commodity for purchasing and trading and barter too. And I know some people will keep items that they themselves would not use. Pardon? I said, right, because the internet's down. I don't, I don't get the reference, but sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now it's just the, the common objection to Bitcoin. Well, they'll shut the internet down. Oh, right, right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But a lot of people this, will, will this store some is killing, killing my jokes. <laughs> tonight, man. I'll just try to insert like a laugh track after the jokes. Oh, there's in the, a in the notification. My internet connection is unstable. <laughs> <laughs> but I know a lot of people that will store things that they themselves would not consume. Just for the sole purpose of bartering. So I know some people that don't drink, but they have a stockpile of liquor that they keep because they know that would be a popular trade item that they would then use to trade for other things. Um, mm. So that's also kind of an interesting uh, yeah, I mean, concept. That's, uh, that's like upper level stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I'm a long ways from there. <laughs> I'll have to push that one aside. Yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> Just goes to show there are a lot of different strategies you could apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah, there's no one answer to this sort. These most of these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's probably some tactics uh, that uh, you can't find in a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> Room for innovation. But what you can't. But what you can find is the movie reference that that line is from. And it is from Rocky Daniel. Oh, is it? (laughs) (laughs) She's got gaps. I got gaps together with Phil Gaps. (laughs) (laughs) Worst Sylvester Stallone impression ever. Not that I could do any better. Uh, just to spin off something you were kind of the road you were headed down, Ben. When you're talking about, you know, different people having different things and working together. The final thing that I think probably in relation to food is having local suppliers and having local networks to supply food as well. Because. Yeah. Then you're if you're in a situation where the grocery stores don't have what you want, you have alternative means to get, you know, food or things that you need. Right. And that can only happen if you can't, you're not, if, if the grocery stores don't have food, you're not ordering it off the internet. So that means walking down the road to someone who has it. And that has to be figured out ahead. You don't want to have to figure that out while you're starving. Mm. Yeah, that's a big one. Mm. Yeah, don't live in a bubble where your only connection uh, is through the data cable. Yep. 
Yep. Or you only have one source for things. It's so hard. Have have multiple sources for everything. Um, that's another. I mean, I know I've said it on this show before, but always have three ways to get everything you need. And so if you've got, you know, and one of those can be the grocery store, you know, you're at the grocery store. That's the easy way. Um, maybe growing the food or long-term storage is your secondary way. Uh, and maybe knowing all the local suppliers for meat and vegetables um, is the is the third way. Don't make showing up at the prepper's house the third way. Because <laughs> <laughs> chances are the prepper is not going to be super happy with you. Yeah. About that. <laughs> well, what preparation did you put into this? Oh, none. See ya. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because isn't that a question that people or, or uh, uh, um, comment? I was going to say statement, whatever. Like, you know, it could just kind of comes up and, well, you know, I kind of work on stockpiling and, you know, trying to be prepared. It's like, well, I'm coming to your house if shit hits the fan. Mm-hmm. If uh, poop hits the fan. All the time. And my response always is deadpan, no laugh. As long as you're bringing your own food and ammunition, you're welcome. You're welcome to come. <laughs> that usually gets a little bit of a pause because <laughs> they don't realize I'm not it's joking. Like, it's like, well, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That uh, kind of reminds me of an important point with networks are like two way communication things. And so, kind of the breakdown in that relationship we're really pointing to is somebody that wants to have a one-way thing mm. where they don't want to have to put in the work but they uh want a backup plan <clears throat> so you know you get to that anton grasshopper fable and it's like that is probably the person that you might turn away is the one who uh watches and knows they should have uh done something to be prepared but didn't so yep no lots of those people hmm Yep. But at the end of the day, you can't change other people. It's not about that. Um, although encouraging, you know, community and, and networking is important. But that starts by preparing yourself, changing your mentality, um, thinking about these things, doing the, the preparation work. Yeah, this isn't something you can offload to uh, the prime minister or president. <laughs> <laughs> Nor should you want to. I mean, just think Not about that for a minute. If Trudeau us. has a stockpile of food, it's probably uh, somewhere in a sunny tropical beach. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know when times get bad, he's not going to be in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <clears throat> So I think that's a good jumping off point. Mm -hmm. Just remembering that uh, it starts with you and your family and it's an expanding circle from there. So, you know, like you said, Owen, everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Mm -hmm.